Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage with ideas on what it means to be a free human being in pursuit of human flourishing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Philip Fletcher. Welcome to another episode of Humanity Matters, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy and nonprofit leadership, social issues. Glad to be uh, with everyone for another week. It's been a very interesting week. We had the debates happen. Uh, obviously, what's raging in the news, even as I'm talking tonight, is President Donald Trump and his wife, the first lady, uh, reported that uh, they came down with COVID-19. So our prayers are with them and their family as they continue, one, to manage their health, which is of utmost important, but also uh, continue to lead this great nation that we live in. So, hey, send up your prayers for them. Hey, connect with me. Visit my website, philipfletcher.org. Also, you can find me on Facebook, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Also on Twitter, at Phil Fletcher. And also catch me on the Instagram. I always like to put some good things out there with Legos and comic books and inspirational thoughts. And you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Philip Fletcher. And as always, check out my nonprofit, coho58.org and all the wonderful things uh, that the board and staff and the beautiful people of the community are doing. And consider making a donation, especially when we head out to the end of the year. So I want to thank some sponsors who sponsored the Humanity Matters podcast and also uh, the Humanity Matters weekly show. You can find that actually on YouTube and on Facebook. That happens on Sundays at 7 p.m. And so just want to give a shout out to uh, John, who made a contribution, and to Dan, Mr. Dan Sullivan, as a matter of fact. I appreciate his contribution, as well as Brad, all the way from Texas, if you would like to uh, sponsor this podcast, hey, make a donation. You can go to anchor.fm. That's who hosts the main host for this podcast. And you can make a contribution or hit me up on my email, humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And let's talk about some things. I would love to. So our quote for this podcast comes from Abraham Heschel. If you don't know who Abraham Heschel uh, is, he, uh, at the time of his living, was a Jewish uh, teacher, uh, did a lot of work with Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King during the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, he was very influential in uh, the Reverend's life, and his work is amazing. And so from his book, Who is Man?, I want to give a thought for you to ponder and chew on. And he says this, quote, we are all in search of a conviction that are, there is something that is worth the toil of living. Man is a being in search of significant being, of ultimate meaning of existence. Let me say that one more time. We are all in search of a conviction that there is something that is worth the toil of living. Man is a being in search of significant being, 
the ultimate meaning of existence, close quote. And that is from Abraham Joshua Heschel uh, from his book, Who is Man? So I would highly recommend that. It was published by Stanford University Press. Why that quote? That quote is important in light of a lot of the things that are going on with us as Americans and as human beings across the globe. All of us are in search of being, ultimate existence. And Rabbi Heschel describes it as a toil, that it is a a labor. And so that's something that unites men and women and children across the globe. Yes, I've talked uh, for at length, if you followed my podcast and uh, my other writings and things like that, uh, at length about what fundamentally ties us together in my understanding is every human being made in the image and likeness of God. And for Abraham Heschel, he also digs into that Above that, or on top of that, what ties us together is this common toil, this common work that each one of us has, regardless of our nationalities, regardless of any physical distinction, any customer language. There is this toil that is in each and every one of us that we as men and women and we as beings are in search of being, that we are in search of the ultimate meaning of existence. You know, you've heard it. Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? You know, um, what is my purpose? We're made in the image and likeness of God. That ties us together. And then on top of that, we are men, women, and children. A variety of different shades and languages and cultures who also are toiling, who are working with, if you will, the, the soul of our hands, the energy of our minds and our hearts to understand our being as human beings and, and why we are here and what our purpose is. That understanding of our existence. And so I thought that... Uh, quote by Rabbi Heschel was uh, very important, especially as I dig into tonight just more about uh, race and specifically how we are uh, wrestling with this again here in the United States. That for myself, I'm, I'm seeking to ask myself, how many times are we going to go around this bush. And now with um, the development of what some would be familiar with anti-racist thought, um, and so anything, you know, has been produced by Abraham Kendi, or, you know, you may have read uh, White Fragility. Um, You may have heard the term critical race theory, and then you have others uh, that are asking, isn't there not a different way that we can think about race and how to relate to one another and 
to solve many of the issues that are going on uh, here specifically in America. I know for myself um, and someone who's got a degree in ethnic studies and uh, primarily focused on Black history from West Africa up through uh, the civil rights uh, movement. You know, for a large part of my education formation, it was understanding Black education, Black politics, and uh, the Black church, so on and so forth, to understand this dynamic, to understand uh, the formation of this group of people here in America. And yet with anything else, as time goes on um, and in reading and in growth, I think it's important that each and every one of us have our ideas challenged so that we could grow. That's part of this podcast um, that I was beginning to now understand that I don't want to be judged as a member of a group. I want to be able to stand on my own two feet uh, with the labor of my hands with who I am as an individual. Why? Because again, God saw fit to make Philip DeMond Fletcher uh, for his purposes. And God saw fit to take Philip DeMond Fletcher through a host of unique experiences and to understand those experiences that would be wholly different than anybody else. And So now I am at this place of trying to understand how can we have a discussion on race where it doesn't beat people over the head and make them feel like they're less than. It's not patronizing. It's not pitying. But it's also not seeking to put people in a position as if they are to feel guilty, as if they are to carry some level of shame Uh, because they have a particular physical characteristic. So when we get back, if we hear from our sponsor, uh, I'm just going to break down uh, how we can go about this process of moving beyond black and white and all the other colors of the rainbow. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Humanity Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher. And today, Uh, We are talking about moving beyond black, white, and all the other colors. Let's kind of stir this thought. was reading from uh, Abraham Joshua Heschel and understanding that all of us as human beings, men, women, and children, regardless of our different physical characteristics, so on and so forth, that one, we are tied together because we've been made in God's image and likeness, but also each and every one of us are toiling uh, to understand what it means to be a human being, what it means to be a being, and ultimately, what is the meaning of our existence? And I believe this is fundamentally important and actually uh, can be a uh, a solve, a salve, if you will, uh, to a lot of what we are experiencing currently in our nation today. And so I feel it is Uh, very important uh, to provide a different perspective. And uh, I've been on a journey as uh, for myself in trying to understand uh, race as it relates to Americans. Uh, I have the 
understanding that there's not multiple races, there's just one human race. And uh, this one human race made up of men and women uh, have different physical characteristics. We have different expressions in how we look, hair, skin color, skin features, height, eye color, just how we speak, our dialect, how we see the world. All of us are different. Now, we are tied, obviously, you know, there's similar ethnicities, languages, uh, customs, you know, cultures. But when you dig deep into uh, these categories, what you find is hundreds and thousands of individuals who see the world in hundreds and thousands of different ways. And so it's very important that we talk about that and, and ask ourselves, how can we move beyond uh, this, this trap that we're in of trying to address race? But what we're doing is we are using race. So Thomas Chatterton Williams uh, I've referenced him in previous podcasts. He has this quote. He says this, and I quote, people will always look different from each other in ways we can't control. No, so let's pause there right there. Like, I'm not in control of how I looked. My mother and father, uh, going on 48 years ago, um, they got together and then February 26, 1973, I came out. I am not in control of uh, the color gradation of my skin, not in control of my eye color, not in control of the fact I can't grow a beard like I would like to, right? Um, I'm not in control of my facial structure. Uh, I'm not in control of the fact that I would love to be six foot, right? At least. I would love to have my father's height. I would love to have my son's height. He's six two. No, I got stuck with being 5'10". And so like uh, Mr. Williams says, people will always look different from each other in ways we can't control. Like I can't control what I look like. And then outside of that, I can't control what you look like. But he goes on to say, this is what we can control. What we can control is what we allow ourselves to make of those differences. So we understand that what has happened in the American context is that at a particular point, okay, in our history, uh, through religious means, scientific means, political means, uh, it was it was seen as necessary that groups of people would be categorized on the basis of what they look like. And based on what they look like, from there, people thought, you know, they had capabilities to do these things and not other things. They were allowed to do these things and not other things. Uh, they were permitted to go here and not there. They were permitted to worship this way and not that way. OK, uh, they were permitted to marry these persons, but not these persons. OK, and so uh, because of the physical characteristics. All right. What people tried to do was they took what they could not control and sought to use it to control the flourishing of human beings, all right? And this is, has been part of our history. Now, uh, the great thing about America, with the exception of the Civil War, all right, uh, we have sought through uh, persuasion, through political means, 
um, through peaceful protests, thinking about the civil rights movement, uh, to move people beyond controlling one another on the basis of physical characteristics, but stepping back and seeing people flourish as free human beings, not on the basis of their skin color, but on the basis of who they are as individuals, their character, their capabilities, what they bring to the table. Hey, Martin Luther King says something similar to that, right? Frederick Douglass echoes that. Booker T. Washington echoes that, that these men throughout our history saw that specifically uh, for black men and women. Now I have to use that categorization for understanding here that black men and women had the same characteristics, capabilities, intellect, creativity as their white brothers and sisters. And that when we came together um, to do something, everybody would benefit from it. And as Frederick Douglass said, hey, just step out the way. Don't do anything. Just step out the way and see men and women rise and fall based on their efforts. Booker T. Washington, he stirred people in his Atlanta speech, okay, uh, to work with their hands, right, to be industrious, okay? Um, and so here we are today in the 21st century, and we're still seeking to adjudicate this thing concerning race, all right? And so we came out of the 60s saying, hey, we don't like being judged by the color of our skin, we don't want to be excluded from society on the basis of the color of our skin. We don't want to be excluded from the political process, the economic process on the basis of our color of our skin. But what is happening now, it is seems as if we have sought to resurrect that dead horse and say, on the basis of our color of our skin, we need these things. When in reality, if you look at me as an individual, if you look at the, the skills and the talents and what it is that I have to bring to the table and what I can put on display as Philip Fletcher or as a Mary or as a Anthony or as a Keisha or as a, a Ronaldo or as a Marie or as a Jose or as a John or, or whomever, okay? What we understand and see once again is that we're men and women made in the image and likeness of God and that we are men and women who are tied together with what Abraham Heschel called this toil. This toil. Hey, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher with the Humanity Matters podcast. And we are talking tonight about moving beyond black, white, and all the other colors. Hey, if you got a question, you can email me at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Also find me on the web philipfletcher.org. That's Philip with two L's. Also on Facebook, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Uh, find uh, the Humanity Matters uh, channel. Just look up YouTube and you'll find Philip Fletcher there. You subscribe, some great stuff there. Also on Twitter. So um, I was on Arkansas PBS this past week and offered uh, six steps towards sustainable change as it relates to this race thing. How can we move beyond this? How can we move beyond this? So when I get back, uh, we're going to go through those uh, six steps. I'm just going to lay them out there and point you to an opportunity where you can uh, see it for yourself, download it for yourself, and share it with those 
your family members, people that you work with. So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Humanity Matters podcast. So moving beyond black, white, and all the other colors. So this is what I would like to encourage everybody to remember. Do not be willing to be reduced to the color of your skin. Your identity and who you are as a human being is not only tied to your skin color. There's so many things about you that make you unique, remarkable, and realizing that you have purpose. And so whether it is a job setting, whether it is a social setting, an economic, a political setting, a religious setting, do not be willing to be reduced to the color of your skin. You are so much more than that. And so I want to encourage everybody um, just to consider what I have to offer. Now, if you would want to uh, get this for yourself, uh, this is a free resource. You go to my website, philipfletcher.org. Click on the content tab. You swing to the bottom and you will see uh, what's called slide decks. And I have two up there. One is about civil discussion, about being kind. Uh, But the second one, uh, you'll see concerns moving beyond black and white. And so remember, don't have anybody reduce you to the color of your skin. All right. So that's the main overarching, one of the main overarching things. Right. Uh, So first, Guilt and shame are not productive elements, okay? Guilt and shame doesn't produce anything. Love produces, all right? An opportunity for people to sit down and, and, and listen to one another, all right? Through uh, the avenue of love, that can go a long way. Second, no sin in your skin color, Okay? There is no sin in your skin color because you have a particular skin color does not mean you should be assigned some current or past transgression because someone of the same skin color did something to someone else of a different skin color. All right. There is no sin in your skin color. Three, suspend your judgment of a group because of the negative experience you have had with an individual who resembles that particular group. I get it, right? The mind is like, ooh, you know, I had this interaction with this individual who looked this way, okay? But think about this. Have you ever had a negative interaction with a person who is taller than you? And so when you run into all other tall people, do you group all tall people as uh, being those types of persons who have the, who would do that negative experience. What about a particular hair color or a particular eye color? But for some reason, we have been trained, we have been led to believe that because a person has a particular skin color, all right, and we had one negative experience with that person, that that person is a prototype or uh, for a better word, he or she is an archetype of of the group. And so I would uh, propose to you that 
You take every individual as they come to you. And again, you're judging that individual on the on the basis of of who they are and their integrity, their character, what they're saying to you. And not unjustly consigning them or consigning that group to a position which is actually unfair and not based in reality. So remember that as well. And so uh, number four is uh, recognize the historical and present day successes and failures within your own ethnic group. All right. So uh, if you identify now, not everybody identifies with a particular ethnic group. Right. Um, But if that's what you're choosing to do, then recognize the historical and present day successes and failures within your own ethnic group. Thomas Sowell is very helpful in this work. And so I would commend uh, his book, Wealth, Poverty and Politics, uh, where he looks across the globe and across different cultures, across history and identifies that we all are all our hands ain't clean. Okay, Uh, and so it's important for us to look at the historical and present day successes and the failures. And in doing so, I believe that can cultivate a whole lot more empathy and sympathy. Also recognize that we can't do it alone. We can't do this alone. We may have gotten here different ways, as as someone once said, but we're here now and it's our responsibility Uh, to be good stewards of this country that we live in, but also be good stewards over one another and with one another, not over one another. That's that's not the right phrase. Uh, Being good stewards with one another so that each individual that you're coming in contact with, you want to be able to be that individual who says, I'm looking at what I have or what I know And I want to work with you to remove any obstacles so that you can flourish as a human being. And then finally, change must be sustainable. So the way change can be sustainable is, hey, start small. Start with the person that you know, that you work with, that you worship with, that you go to school with. Hey, that you sleep in the bed with, right? Change can be sustainable when we start small. And then I believe there will be ripple effects. This is how we can move beyond black, white, and all the other colors. As we recognize that we're men and women made in the image and likeness of God. And what else is also shared is this reality that we're toiling, seeking the meaning for our existence. Because we are a panorama of complex individuals with a a variety of experiences, but with a shared dignity. And now adding from what Rabbi Heschel said, we have a shared work, a shared work. So, hey, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate uh, your contributions, whatever you are doing, wherever that you are at. I would hope that you are using your skills, your talents, your knowledge to indeed help move not only yourself forward and your family forward, uh, but also somebody else. I appreciate y'all very much. So for more information, hey, check out my website once again, philipfletcher.org. Hey, wherever you listen to this podcast, right? Subscribe to it. 
Give me a review. I appreciate that. Just remember to be love, to be kind, to be generous, and I will catch y'all soon. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous.